Welcome, welcome to the Hitch Hemingway Pod. Thank you all for joining us on this special occasion. You know, usually I have Amy with me, but I got a special guest with me today. Um, I wanted to talk about a topic that I love to talk about. And I referenced it on the last podcast, um, which is, you know, referring to, you know, college. I always tell people how college changed my life and always doing the fall, like December time and May when I see students graduating out with their cap and gowns. I just reflect on how different my life would be had I not attended Oxford College and Emory University. You know, I always say that I can point to that one moment, like that is the moment that changed my entire life. My life went in a completely different direction because of being at Oxford College and Emory University, I met some wonderful people, mentors, friends. It's just so much, just so much I want to dive into, right? And so I got, you know, one of my homeboys with me today. Um, you know, he also attended a school that was quite similar to Oxford College and Emory University. And we met at a at a barbershop. We met at a barbershop. And, you know, I saw him with the school apparel on. And, you know, we chatted, exchanged contact information. And now we got a little, we got a little setup thing where the little setup is like, you know, once a month, we make sure that we kick it, you know. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, you need that, at least for me, I need that, like, brotherly interaction, you know. And we just have some of the dopest, dopest conversations, man. And we were probably talking for damn near two hours already before we even pressed record, just going on so many different uh, different areas, right? So many different areas of things we we're talking about. Um but I asked him to do this podcast with me today because I really want to talk about this topic and I feel like he was the best person to uh, have this discussion with. So I just want you all to sit back, uh, especially people from my hometown who's listening to this, especially all the black folks back home. I hope you all are really listening to this because I hope that that next generation of people who are coming from that small town that we all grew up in and all of the surrounding towns, like I really want you all to hear this discussion. So without further ado, what are we going to call you? You know what? To all the people who appreciate Old school wrestling. Wrestling? I remember 
the midnight no 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 not the midnight express um the heavenly bodies who were managed by Jim Cornette I remember the Midnight Express and Jim Carnett, the Heavenly Bodies. I'm trying to think of who that is. I don't know what the other brother's name was. But today, this afternoon, I'm going to channel the late, the great, Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey. Look it up. Jimmy Del Rey. No, I do, I'm familiar with that name. Jimmy Del Rey. Del Rey. Jimmy Del Rey. Watch a YouTube video. He have no business calling himself Gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. He That's had, why he had no business driving like that in the ring. No, he definitely didn't. That's why I'm looking at the picture now, and I'm just like, who the heck? that is not the that is not who I imagine. Look, that's what makes him so great. Carney, all the way, he leaned all the way into his gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> nah. All right. All right, Gigolo Jimmy. All right. So. Uh, so here's so here's what I want to talk about. Here's what I want to talk about. And I'm just going to hop into it. Hold on, before you get serious. Okay. Since you shouted out how the fall puts you in the mood to start seeing about caps and gowns, shout out to the December grads. Shout out to the December grads out there. You know, a lot of times we think about December grads, people that are graduating late, but some of the people is graduating early. You're right. Why they were so uh, anxious to jump into adulthood, I don't know. I would stay for as long as I could, but shout out to the December grads. Shout out to all the December grads out there. All right. So here we go. So I'm going to hop right into it. Um, And I don't think it's going to come off harsh. I don't think it's I, I don't think it's gonna come out harsh at all. At least that's not my intentions, but you know, I talk about again how college changed my life. And there are just some things in life that I think we take for granted. And I'm gonna talk about a situation that was really close to me. Really close to me. I had uh, I have a, a family member who I helped get in to college, and when I say I helped her get into college, meaning I helped her put together essays. You know, I had I had other people around me who helped her. You know, my mentor got involved. We wanted to give her a chance to win, coming from a small town. So the relative, you know, I'm just going to say it. So my niece, right? So my, my niece was raised by my mom and my dad. Like from the moment she was like eight months old or something like that. So she lived with my mom and dad like pretty much forever. Okay. And so... um when I went away to I went away to college in like 2002, graduating in 07, I was living in different places, Washington D.C., Atlanta, all kind of stuff. I always told my mom is that look, once you all get you just get her out of high school, when it's time for college to come around, 
I'm going to take everything that I've learned and I'm going to help her get in. I'm, I'm going to help her right. because I'm a first generation college student. So I'm the only one in my family who has gone to college. So nobody else knows the four year experience. Right. Nobody else knows. Right. You're going to reach back. I'm going to reach back and and get her out to to another environment. So when she was in 10th grade and 11th grade, I would always keep having these discussions with her about you know at school. She never really concretely had a plan, I would say. And that's where I come in at. I'm supposed to help with that, okay. which I did. Without going in too much detail, but she gets into a college, a PWI. A highly selective and expensive PWI. PWI. Speaking of expensive... She was having her entire education was being paid for. The only thing that she was paying for in year one was housing. But you and I both know that if you become an RA, Mm -hmm. then your housing is paid for. Right. Right. So after year one, the plan was, and what I was, and what I talked to her about is, you are going to be going to this university for free if you become an RA. You you have all the skills to be an RA, but right now at your first year, all you responsible for is housing. Right. Right. So you might have to take out a little loan here and there. But again, her fault, not mine. She didn't have any scholarships. So no matter where you went, no matter what school you were going to go to. How was it all paid for if she didn't have any scholarships? Um, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. But if you go to, Emory University has this too. If you come from a particular background, there are some students, if you don't meet certain thresholds, they will cover it. This is like an um, income threshold? Inc- is, it can be income threshold, like your parents. And so they have a certain amount of, you know, these little like, Scholarship, these bait, uh, these what do you call it? These um, need scholarships or whatever the case is, like that, where okay. you get stuff covered, right? So, there's a certain amount that has to go out. She was covered, okay, right? Right, and that was just that. So, now you're starting with the, with the leg up, like you don't have any scholarships, but you're at a prestigious institution such as this and it's covered. Right. That's a leg up. Right. Right. Okay. So there are a couple things that, that just bothers me about, you know, this whole situation, which is why I'm freaking talking about it because I, 
I, I don't always feel the need to address things, but there are certain things I feel like I should address and I should say because I think other people should understand so that when their kids go off to school, they are not fed BS and not really know what the fuck is going on. Right. right. That's just that. Right. All right. How would you describe the institution that my niece was going to school? Because you know it very well. I do. And you could be a hell of a lot more eloquent than I can about it because you know it like that, like that. How would you describe it? Um, well, one, it's a private PWI. Let's make that distinction. Distinction. It's not a public school. It is incredibly expensive. It is incredibly popular. It is incredibly white. And if I had to describe the campus, I would describe the campus as a resort that offers classes. Um, it's a school that understands that to manage public perception, they have to at least pay lip service to diversity. They spend a lot of money on it. Um, in terms of scholarships, bringing in students of color, high achieving, of course. Um, so they can at least keep that cred. But there is a school who really make their money on people who can afford to pay sticker price. And it's a big sticker price. You you are explaining it just the way I thought you would. Yeah, it's real, and it's you know it's uh if you're not from that world, it is shocking. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is a good segue into where I'm going. If it's one thing about this school in my opinion that I would that that I would describe it, coming from where I come from is safe and for, I for whom it's safe in terms of Physical safety. And when I say physical safety, meaning if you come from where I come from, there are certain concerns you might not need to have. You don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from. Okay. You don't have to worry about a roof being over your head. Okay. And I'll tell you where I'm going with just staying that. That university lets students stay on campus even throughout the holidays. They can afford to do so. The school can? Yeah. But let me tell you the safety in that. Because everybody doesn't come from a safe environment. Oh, absolutely. And so school for many people 
at least how I viewed being on campus was I felt safe, right? So I felt like I knew where if I needed a meal, I knew where it was going to come from. Um, I had a roof over my head, right? So I'm not, I'm not sharing, you know, there, there's just a level of safety of, of being someplace. You always have someplace to go. If that environment back home isn't safe. Yeah. Yeah. And further, I mean, we're talking about this particular institution, you know, it operates in its own bubble. What do you mean by that? Say more. In terms of overall safety, like it's a community within community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that community is a very affluent community within a major metropolitan area. Right. There's also safety in that and things you don't have to think about because while you may be surrounded by a city, you go to school in a bubble. You go to school in a bubble. And guess what? That is one of the more safer places if I need to walk one or two blocks to go to the grocery store, like I have every, it's everything a college student needs that's right there on that one freaking highway. Right. For the most part. Mm-hmm. You got restaurants, you got shopping, you, you got, got grocery you got store right across the street. You got a grocery store right across the street. Yeah. Speaking of the grocery store across the street, let me talk about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that was coming back Okay, let me fast forward and I'm coming then I'm come back to that. Um so I think I think what we did so far is we've laid everything out, kind of let you know the background of the university and stuff like that. So we kind of we paint that picture. We give you what the environment is. Majority white though. Mm-hmm. We will say that. Majority white. My niece is black. And unsurprisingly majority female. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that's college demographics across the country. In, but, in general, yeah. But it's like. But this is important to note. It is because important It's majority females, majority white female. Right. Right. Yep. That is important. That is, that is important. I'm definitely. So with that being said, at the end of the first semester, my niece exits campus at the end of her first semester grades weren't bad at all grades weren't bad at all better than the grades I had when I was in college so it's not that she couldn't do the work she didn't want to be there and the thing about my niece not wanting to be in school that kind of bothered me was it's not that she didn't want to be there it's why I think she didn't want to be there And also, I believe that my family unknowingly undermined all of the work that was done and all of the people who were involved to help her get this scholarship and to give her this amazing opportunity. It sounds personal to you. It is. it's It's personal to me because... My mom and my dad raised you. My mom and my dad raised you. They were done raising kids. I was the last one. So I was 2002. I was gone. 
My mom raised a whole nother kid until eight, 18 years old. But also in terms of you talk about undoing the work and, you know, I heard you talk about the people who helped do the work. But in your preface, we're going to be clear. A lot of that was your work. So this was a lot of your work being undermined and undone. It was a lot of my work being undermined and undone. Yeah. And when I say I believe they unknowingly, and this is what I mean by unknowingly, they wanted to satisfy her, which in turn undermines me. Right. So she wants to come back home without a plan. I felt like what the adults in the room should have done was look at the only person who's been to college and, and, and look at me and say, well, damn, no, this is, this is what Terrence's life looked like. And this is what he's been able to show us and tell us about everything that's out there, blah, 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 all, all this stuff. Right. So I felt like, cause back in the day, what would have happened is an adult decides that, look, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. There's no if and bust about it. You don't got an opinion in this. You're going to school. Right. Because what what else are you going to do? Right. 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 You're not old enough to know what you want. You ain't old enough to know what you want. But I didn't get that. Instead, they wanted to satisfy her. Now, this is December of 2021. It is December 2022. Now, my niece has been out of school for an entire year. No job, no nothing. Now, when leaving school, the whole plan was, oh, I want to be, and this is why we laid this groundwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to go to HBCU. Okay. So why have you not been enrolled at any point in it, in it, in in throughout this whole year, why have you not been enrolled? See, here's the thing. Sometimes people bite off more than they can chew. Mm-hmm. Because remember, I told you the first time. It was a village, my village, that helped her to begin with. It was my village that helped her to to begin with why she was in school. Now, somebody might point to and say, you know, maybe that's the fucking problem. Mm. It's because you had that village around, but see what she was thinking. And because I know her, she knows she fucked up. She knows she fucked up, but will I help her? Go to another college? Absolutely not. You sure about that? I'm 1,000% sure. I'm feeling that conviction. Yeah, I'm 1,000%. Let me, let me tell you why. Because I just laid it out. I won't help her because I know the next time 
when she decides that she doesn't want to commit to something, I've already been undermined once already with my family. So if I put the work in again to help her, when she decides that, hey, this is this is what I want to do. They are they are going to do the same thing. They are more likely to repeat the same thing. Now, it's been a calendar year. It's been a whole calendar year. Has she asked? Asked for my help? Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. And that's why she doesn't have anything. Okay. Because, see, the people around her has have not had that experience. But I'm going to be 1,000% with you, man. What, what annoys me about that is that she fucking lies. Okay. What's she lying about? I'm going to tell you what she's lying about. One of the reasons, and you know the institution, so I'm going to look at you dead in your eyes when I say this. And I'm going to walk away from the mic when I say, when I say this. <laughs> One of the reasons that she felt like she needed to leave this institution is because she did not feel supported, right? And one of the examples that she gives or gave that keeps being told over and over, and I just want you to uh, relay how dumb this is. (laughs) I'm listening. Nobody took her to the grocery store. Now I'm walking away. I'm backing off from the mic. I'm 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 backing off. I'm backing off from the mic, and, and I'm backing off from the mic. And I want you to say everything, knowing where the school is located and everything around it. I want you to talk about what college is in general, in general, and I want you to talk about that one comment. When that is the one com- comment that one, go ahead, go ahead. I'm back up. Go ahead. Nobody took her to the grocery store. Keep talking. There's a grocery store across the street. How, how, how far would you say that walk was? It's maybe it's like from the middle of campus to the entrance to the grocery store is maybe five minutes. That's it. Did she, did she give any, all right, nobody took me to the grocery store. Okay. I hear that context. Why was that so important? What was she missing? What did she feel was being signaled to her by nobody taking her to the grocery store? I don't, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. No, you're not. Did she know anyone in her circle that was being taken to the grocery store? And by whom? Who was supposed to take her to the grocery store? She called me one day. And I politely said. Why the hell do you want me to come and take you to the grocery store? Do you understand how the campus is built? 
it's all of these businesses businesses are pretty much around the school for that purpose. There is a grocery store. Wait, there are, there are, I don't know many campuses where there's a grocery store literally right across the street. This is right across the street. Oh, yeah. I didn't have one like when I was in students college. Students frequent, most students walk over, most get their if, stuff. Most, if not all. And then just walk it on back. I see it all the time. Yeah, right. Anyway, I'm sorry. So she called you and wanted you to one take day. her to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And you said, Walk to the grocery store. I'm working. And that was all it took. I ain't got time for that. The 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 point I will pick you up and take you out to dinner. Yeah, um, if you need to go to the mall or something. She had all her friends for that. Okay. Now she was in New Orleans. She was all around. She was she was she was she was all over the place. She was so she was getting around. But this is what she's citing as her. But my point in this is, it's not that she's citing it. It's that it has been repeated by family members. So, are you following me? So, if so, if, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. So this is your fault. This is the reason. If you would have just taken her to the grocery store. If I would have just taken her to the grocery store, she'd be in college now. Uh, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> the same reason why her ass ain't in an HBCU right now. You're not fucking there because you thought that somebody was going to care about you being in college more than you caring about the shit. And because you, she has so much help to begin with, she thought that she was just going to be able to walk on into another situation. That's what that's what she originally thought. But also, I'm just going to be honest with you and tell you, there's so many different things that I think. I think she came to school and she was taking all these damn pictures. You know, she wanted to be a Delta and all kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? She wanted to be on I saw the photos where she found a, a core group of uh, 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 black girls, right? Right. I, I saw it. I saw it. I think a lot of things happen, which happens with a lot of students, because I was like this. Part of it is you get homesick or you feel like you're missing out on because, because you're gone, right? Right. Even if it's a small town, you feel like you're missing out. You feel like you're missing out. I think it was a combination of things that made her want to go back. That's not the main problem, though. That's not the main problem. Okay. Again, the problem is there are too many adults in the room that allowed something to happen. And by allowing something to happen is that at some point you say, man, listen, you going to go to school because guess what? You ain't about to be staying up in my house and you ain't working for damn free. What you going to do? That is the best situation you got right now. Right. Right. That is it. You also lay ground like you lay groundwork for a transfer. 
You lay groundwork for a transfer. And typically, you do one year at least. You do at least a year. You do at least a year. You do at least a year. If that first semester wasn't quite what you thought it was going to be, all right, let's take the lessons you learned from the first semester. And second semester is not a fully new beginning, but it's still an opportunity to maybe do some things differently the second time around when that semester starts. At the end of the year, if it still ain't working for you, then yeah, maybe we can have that conversation. But your aid is good for a year. Right. So let's just go ahead and finish out this year. Let's just go ahead and finish out the year. All yep. right. So I'm gonna take so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. She wanted she told me she wanted, you know, the she wanted to be a dentist, right? So I got connected with a black dentist, mm-hmm. a woman. Okay. Got connected. So she could do an internship or something. Right? So I'm laying, I'm doing all of this work. Right? I'm doing all of all of this work. Being a great uncle, by the way. I tried. I tried. So I'm doing all of all of this work because I didn't have anybody to do it for me. So I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I didn't have a relative around me. Everything that I learned, I I, I, I learned. Right. And so you know, I'm trying to hook her up, right? I'm trying to hook her up. And there are just things that just didn't make sense to me that I didn't like, which is she would call and ask my mom for money while she's at school. Now, can you explain to the audience or to those who don't know what work study is. Can you explain to the audience what work study is for college students? You talking about the actual federal work study program? Federal work study program and what that an example of and what an example of work study might be on campus. So federal work study is part of a student's financial aid package um, based on the information provided in their FAFSA. Free application for federal student aid. If you have hit a certain income threshold, uh, you can qualify for federal funds to help pay for your education, but you got to work. So federal work study jobs are typically on-campus jobs, um, which are probably the best for a college student because the people at the university understand that you are a college student will be a lot more flexible with you about your hours and your actual work commitments. I think typically they're asking for about 20 hours a week. Most of the time you're working as a desk assistant. Bingo. My niece, her job was being a desk assistant in her dorm. Oh, she didn't even have to go anywhere. No, it's downstairs. All she had to do was walk downstairs in her dorm. She decided that she was going to quit her work study job on like the first week. Well, let me add something too about federal work study. Campuses prefer federal work study students because their pay is subsidized by the federal government. Okay. So they're cheaper to employ than non-work study students. Okay. All right. So my niece decided that she was going to quit her job on the first week. And what that pretty much boiled down to, because I got some more detail is somebody told you what you needed to do and you felt like you didn't want to do it. You wanted to do what you want to do. 
This is the first week, the first week. So all throughout the year, I'm asking her about getting another job on campus. If you don't want to work in your own building, which I think is dumb because it's the easiest damn job you can have where you can study on while you work. Right. That's what works. Work study people. Right. They're you, cake. The, the jobs are cake. The job is just cake. And then and it's going to give you where I think it's once a week or I think it might be once a week. Or, I think it is once a week. They give you a little bit of spending money, even if it's like $150 a week or whatever the case is. It's, it's something. Now, technically. Technically, it's not supposed to be spending money. That's where a lot of people get confused for the work study. It's part of your aid package. You're supposed to be using that money to help pay for school. But I digress. Yes. Well, <laughs> you're taking that money and you're that little, doing, that little piece of check. You go. You taking you're that little to the piece of check. You going to the grocery store right. that you don't want to walk to, right? Or you going to a restaurant or something, right. right? So it's just little play money, right? Right. My niece quit her job the first fucking week of school and never got another job on campus. Kept giving me all kind of bullshit responses from August all the way to December. Why are you calling my mama, asking my mama for fucking money? You're not the fucking, you're, you're not, you are not. And this is what pisses me off. They don't got the shit to give you like that all the time. Right. Why are you calling them? You can have a job. And this is the shit that don't make sense to me. But as soon as you go home, you back working at fucking Subway. So now you're not in college, but you working at fucking Subway? But you could go August, September, October, November, December. You go a whole five months not having a, you don't want to do the cake job that gets you easy money. But now you want to be out of school and you back working at Subway? The shit don't make sense. Let me just say that. Okay. It doesn't make sense. It's dumb. And nobody can tell me any otherwise. It's it's dumb. It's dumb. It was dumb. And so I'm saying this shit like this because and then we we kind of going to take a little turn in a little bit. We're going to take a little turn. All right. You know I've realized as I get older, right? Sometimes it's really not anything that you've done. Sometimes it's the insecurity of other motherfuckers. Mm, that wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's the insecurity of other motherfuckers. Okay. Let me tell you, you know, right after high school or some somewhere out of high school, you know, people were looking at me a certain kind of way because of where I went to school at, right? And they, they were looking at me a certain kind of way. Yeah, I used to think about it all the time. I mean, just just random, just random shit because I'm doing something different. Used to be a lot of like talk. 
And then the one that t- gets me the most, or used to, I don't give a fuck about this shit now, is that I think that I'm better than other people. And a lot of that shit really comes out of insecurities from others who were not able to achieve um, a certain level of status that they might have think that I had and I enjoyed. Okay. Right? Right. And when I say they think that I had, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people... And me and you talked about this. Being the only black person in the room. Mm-hmm. That shit gets old. That shit gets old. I've been the only person pretty much since I fucking left home or graduated school. I've been the only black person on the team. I, I've, I've, I've been there. That shit is draining. You don't always want to be that. I don't want to be that, but I feel like a lot of people want that taste of that. And for whatever reason, there's a certain image I think I gave off because of where I went to school, because of where I worked, and because of all this stuff, right? Right. I think that still plays into things um, sometimes. And when I say I think it plays into things a little bit, sometimes sometimes I feel like people might be defiant a little bit because of everything that I just said. Okay. And it may be trying to prove a point that, hey, look, you ain't the only one who can make these decisions. Like sometimes I feel that that, that way. I don't want to feel that way. But sometimes that thought just creeps up in my head. And that's a lot of the time it's less emotional. It's really some logical shit because I'm just trying to figure out there's no way, there's no way you're not understanding what the fuck I'm saying. Like there is no way that anybody could think that anything that I'm trying to do for her was going to lead her down a wrong path. Right. There's no way you think that. Right. So why would you constantly at what point do you decide and you can look in the mirror and say maybe I'm undermining what the fuck he's doing like at what point do you say that because I had a conversation with my mom I had a conversation with my mom and I told her When I saw her, I said, see, I told you, I told you. And she says, yep, you did. I said, I told you. That was the best place for her. Now where she's at? Wearing lashes, having a bonnet on, going into Walmart, wearing pajamas, applying for jobs. See, that's the shit that I'm talking about right there. You're going to work your whole life unless you come into some money or you was born into money. You're going to work your whole life. So I don't understand why you being a college student, why don't you do a work study program that gives you money at any point 
that allows you to study while you're working is cake money. Why do you instantly go and work at Subway when you get home, but you got five months where you ain't trying to work at all and make no money? And then you complaining about not having money. I know the answer. I, I, I know a different answer to it, but I'm going to let you talk. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to make sense to you or I. You or me, excuse me. Maybe college was never her. That's a possibility. Like maybe it just putting on college didn't fit well with her experience, with her desires, or even with the expectations that she may have received came with it. Maybe she chose comfort. Back home was comfortable. She knew who she she knows who she is there. She knows who she is at Subway. She knows that if she wants to, she can go to Walmart in pajamas. Um, I ain't gonna say no to everything that you're just saying, but the comfort part sort of goes along with what I said earlier. When you're homesick, a lot of that had a lot of that is intertwined with comfort. Right. So you want to go back home. I get that part. I'm not saying that's not it. You want to go back home. But don't say motherfuckers ain't take you to the damn grocery store. Right. No, no, no. Absolutely. Right. Right. Don't 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 make up shit when people helped you get to where you were at. Right, just tell the truth. If it wasn't for you, it wasn't for you. If it wasn't for you, it wasn't for you. But here's the other half of it. A HBCU ain't for you either because you're not enrolled. Right. You didn't do the work. Right. The thing is, you thought that everybody was going to cave in to doing what the fuck you wanted them to do. That's it. And then you realize, now that you're back home, that grandma, grandpa, and my brother, his wife, they didn't go to a four-year school. They don't know it the way that I know it. Right. So you can lie to them, but you can't lie to me. I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why, allegedly, she's not enrolled into a school that she was supposed to be into. And you tell me am I crazy. All right. She waited to apply to school too late, possible. Right. She waited to apply too late. And when she applied, they said that they were filled to capacity. So she had to live at home, but travel to school. Right. People do that all the time. Right. Yeah. You live off campus. What she says is. There's a science class that she wanted to take. But in order to take the lab, you had to be living on campus. So therefore, since she wasn't living on campus, she couldn't take the lab. Therefore, 
she's not enrolled in any classes for the semester. Who she told that to? Surely she ain't try to want to get that by you. That's a, oh that, no, she ain't she she ain't told me that. No, because she ain't no, told me that. Yeah, that's not how that works. That's not how that fucking there is works. No residency requirement to take the lab associated with your science class. Say that again. There is no residency requirement to take the lab component of your science class. Okay, let's say, let's say just for shits and giggles, let's say that was an actual thing. Let's say that was an actual thing. What is the other option if that is the one class that she couldn't take? What's the other option? Easy. I take a different class. You take a fucking different class. Right. But there's no reason for you not to be enrolled an entire semester with that excuse. You could even be taking classes at the, at the JUCO. You could be doing anything. In the, in the meantime, knocking out some of your basics, your gen eds, whatever. And this is my point. And I'm dedicating this whole motherfucking podcast to talking about this shit. I'm dedicating this whole podcast to just talking about that. I hate that. People in my community, like I said, college ain't for everybody. No, it's not. College is not for college is not for everybody. And for a lot of people, it's not worth it. And a lot of people, it's not worth it. But let me tell you, the military, if you can't, if you can't handle one of your damn classmates, uh, somebody telling you about where you need to be on a particular day doing a work study program, you think you go to the military? Oh no. You ain't doing that either. No, you're not doing that. You're not a mil- you're not a military person. And so the reason why I'm dedicating this time to this because first of all, I don't like my time being wasted. And I've thought about helping other people. I did. Man, bless you for that. Yeah, I thought I Cuz you you expose yourself to being to being disappointed. Well, well, yeah. It but but then I've had a couple of black parents, you know, try to tell me some shit. And I'm like, listen, I'm trying to help you. I'm telling you, I can help you get to this and get you that. And and your child's school is going to be paid for. But what I'm not going to do is, again, have anybody undermine any of the work that I put in because it's not only me. It's not only me that's doing it. And then it's okay to change your mind. But when shit doesn't make sense and then it repeatedly doesn't make sense. Or just be honest and fret about what you want. That too. Be honest. And so now I'm looking at it and, you know, I had a friend of mine who was talking to me about the shit the other day and he was just saying some shit and I was just like, listen, bro, <laughs> what's to be intimidated about walking to the grocery store? What's to be, in- what's to be intimidated? What? Wh- there's, Wait, there's, 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 that, that's the angle he came from. He was trying to come up with what are possible reasons as to why 
That was a big issue. Why is the grocery store a big issue? And he was saying all these things and I'm listening to it. And it's like, bro, none of that shit makes fucking sense. There's, there's no reason. But the fact that that is one thing that keeps coming up, I don't get it. The fucking grocery store? <laughs> grocery store. Is that all you that's, is that all you got? Because you ain't said because I ask. I straight up. Yo. Did you feel a certain kind of way being in a school or room full of all white people? You ask these questions because I've been there. Right. Did somebody did somebody do anything to you? Did someone say anything to you? Right. All of the I went through all of those. Not only me, you had other people go through all of these things. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't want to tell me, maybe you'll tell somebody else. I go through all of these things. What is it? We want to know. Because your grades aren't bad. What is it? What is it? Did you have a falling out with your friends? Your black friends. Right. That happens. And, you know, did... You know, you wanted to join a sorority. Did you feel like that wasn't going to happen? Right. All of these, so, you know, you try to go through all of the social shit. You know what I'm saying? You try to go through all that. Didn't get anything. Didn't get anything. Only thing we keep getting, I didn't want to take it to the grocery store. Yeah, there's not much you can, you can do with that. Actually, I mean, saying there's not much you can do with that is being nice. There's nothing you can do with that. Nothing. It's not like you asked the right questions. Like, there are things that can happen to you in college. There are things that can happen to you as a black student, a black woman at a PWI. If you go and lie, lie about one of those things. Come up with something else. Right? At least then, like, you can wrap yourself up in sympathy, Right? Come up, come up with something else. Come up with something else. That is all that I get. And then it got to the point where it's just like, when I say undermining something that I didn't, something that I didn't like is that listen, I listen, you can you can call you can call a Chinese restaurant, a pizza restaurant, or anything if you're at home and you can have food delivered to your child at the door if you want to. Right. There are so many other things that you can do. Right. Right. It's just it's just all this stuff. I just hated the fact, and it's possible. It's possible because now it's possible. Maybe some of my relatives felt like that's the one thing they connected to the most. Maybe. And that was viewed as something so simple and so easy that they could do it. And maybe, maybe, and when I say that they could do it, it's like, well, that's something easy. Why, why, why couldn't I do it? Right. The the point is not, first of all, I'm working. Are are they aware it's right across the street? I took a video camera from my, my cell phone 
and recorded how long it took to get from the grocery store to campus. And I sent it to them. It's right there. By the time I take you to the grocery store, you would have been already walked there and walked back. That's how close you live to it. Right. Like it makes no sense. And to show you how dumb it is, we've been talking about this story for like 56 minutes now. And the only thing that I have is the fucking grocery store. But maybe it's deeper than the grocery store. Oh, it's deeper than the grocery store. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. She was used to being a big fish in a small pond. She thought coming from that small town, she was going to be the shit on campus. That's one of the things. She had a reality check one and a culture shock too. Mm. That uh, the culture shock definitely right. The reality check hurt the ego a little bit. I would probably say I can say this online. I would probably say in high school, my senior year of high school, my junior year of high school, even sophomore year, I would probably say even though I came from a small town, right? Right. I would probably say people would probably be considered that I was one of the popular students. I would say that, right? More than likely, that was, people know me, right? I think everybody would say that. Like, I wasn't like the person who was, how can I say this? Although I wish I was, to be honest with you, I, I wish I was the quiet person who was uh, making straight A's in school, who probably didn't, I mean, I love playing sports, but, I'm trying to paint a picture here that I'm not saying that quiet people and people who don't play sports are not considered popular. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I kind of wish that I was a different student. Like I played sports and all kind of stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. When I went to college, right? College is a bigger scene. I didn't play sports in college. I played intramurals. Did I know a lot of people in college? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I did. Will I say I was the most popular person in college? Uh, no, I I would not. But did I care to be the most popular person in college? Uh, no, my ass was trying to survive because I know that where I'm at right now, I cannot go back home. Right. I cannot go back home. I need to survive. I need to figure this shit out because there is nothing back home. It is over if I end up going back. I knew that. I fucking knew that, right? Mm-hmm. And I even told you this story. I got kicked out of college. My dean gave me another chance after I had exhausted every fucking thing. He gave me another chance. I was supposed to be home. He let me come back when I was kicked out. And that shit changed my life. Right. My life is totally different because of that. That grace that was given to me. Totally different. Totally different. But I can't want something more for you than you want for yourself. I can't. Hold on. You just said something. 
think about the state you were in when you were extended grace. Mm-hmm. How much you had done to get to that place. How many indications you had given that you just didn't care. That you weren't interested. No, it's not that I wasn't interested. Okay, go on. I was highly interested. I felt like I didn't belong there because of where I came from. Okay. That imposter syndrome. So I'm looking around the room. I'm thinking that everybody is smarter in this room than I am. I must not belong here. I didn't take into account the area that I came from. Mm -hmm. So I came from a school that didn't have as many resources as everybody, right? So I went to college with people whose parents were lawyers and doctors and all kind of stuff like that. They had money. Like I had friends with elevators in their houses when I was in college, right? My friends were not, a lot of them, 99% of them were not um, first-generation college students. Mm -hmm. Or even some of my friends, they were, their parents worked on campus. So there's some kind of exposure to college for my friends because their mom or their dad worked on campus and they were going to school for free. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was there and I just wasn't interested. I was interested. I was scared because I felt like my school did not prepare me for college. And that seems to be a general thing. Um, the general consensus back home is that the students are not prepared for life in a big city for a PWI or something like that. Right. Right. So I was, I was highly interested, but when I made the statement of, I can't want something for you that you don't want for yourself. Right. I can't, I can't want my niece to be in college more than she wants to be there. The thing is, the thing is, I was looking over the options the other day. Like I asked, you know, my family, I said, what are, what are her, what are her options? I sent them a text message and I I asked, what are the options? None of the options make sense to me. What are they? One of the options is to go and work on campus at one of the schools for a year so she can go to school for free after the first year. Now, I'm going to go through the options one by one. I want you to tell me why that one why you think that does make sense or doesn't make sense and compare it to the situation that she's already had, which was 
you ain't waiting for a year to go to school. You're actually in school and you're actually making a little bit of money and your school is already paid for. Tell me why that does or does not make sense. Are you about to go to the other options? Or yeah, I'm a, I want you to talk about that one first. What is she going to do at a university with her subway experience? Um, working in food services, those people normally don't work for the university. They work for the food company, so she wouldn't get she wouldn't get benefit that way. Sodexo, Sodexo, or Aramark. Um, the only thing I could see, from my understanding, I think it was working in the administrative office or something like that. Those people have administrative experience. Like at colleges, a lot of times the admins have degrees, so yeah, that's probably not really working either. I mean, it could. But then you're asking her to juggle having to work a full-time job while going to school. There we go. Which is... There we go. Not not for an undergraduate degree. Do you know how long that would take for a there we go undergraduate degree? There we go. That's what I was waiting for you to say. It doesn't make sense because now you have to work... And go to school. You don't just work for a year and then they say, oh, well, you get the next four years to go to school. No. No. It doesn't work like that. No. That's why that option doesn't make sense. You know, it's one of those things that always um, killed me when working for a university where people would be working there full time and working on their bachelor's degrees. A bachelor's degree is 120 hours. You can maybe take six hours a semester, maybe. You know, at 18 hours a year, let's do the math. It's going to take forever for you to complete a bachelor's degree that way. It doesn't make sense. And I didn't and I didn't and I didn't say anything. I just asked what were the options? Okay, here's the next option. Air Force Reserves. So. If you go to the reserves, you can be enrolled in school full time. That's an option. If that's she scores an, high enough on her, uh, that's an option. What's that test they take? I don't. The, uh, I don't know what it is. ASVAB or something like that. I know that's with the Navy. I don't know if that's Air Force, but ASVAB or something. I I, I don't know. I got some friends who've been yeah, to Air Force. Air Force. Air Force, can, Air Force is kind of cake, so it's harder to get into. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. So that's. A option. It's a legit option. It is a legit option. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um again. All of these options, what what was was dumb about it to me. When you're in the reserves, you go to school for free? Or do they pay for your school? Are talking about having to go back to school and doing like ROTC? No, I, look, I, I think you enrolled in reserve. They might pay for your classes or, or, or something to that effect. I know if you, if you go to, if you go to a university that has Air Force ROTC, if you get accepted to the program, they'll go ahead and pay for you to finish your bachelor's degree. <clears throat> And then when you get out, 
you go to officer training school and you come out as an officer. I don't know how that works in terms of you being active reservist to go into school for free. All right. So two things wrong with that. You can't even listen to a college student tell you what you need to do on campus for your work study job. You think you're going to the reserves? She takes orders at Subway. Oh yeah. But I can talk about that too. Okay. Why do you why do you think you take if you really want to dive into that? If you really want to dive into that, she take orders at Subway. Um, how can I say this? How can I say this? I want to be very particular about it. Let me say this. At this age of my life, there's not a black man, there's not a black woman, there's not a white man, not a white woman, there's not an Asian man, not an Asian woman. There's no person of any ethnicity, old, young, whatever you want to call it, that's going to talk to me in any kind of way. And I'm just going to bow down to it or in the black community, sometimes we feel like, um, but I, I don't know if I'm out of, I'm out of this zone right here. Okay. Where the elders in the black community holds a lot of rank. So you sort of give a lot of respect to the older black people or somebody that's older than you. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't subscribe to that shit. I don't. I'm respectful to everybody. I expect everybody to be respectful for me. Respectful to me. I will listen to your thoughts, your opinions. But at the end of the day, I am my own man. But I have advisors around me. Like I would listen to you. Right. I feel like you are a very logical person. You give solid advice. You do. Thank you. Right. Um, I got mentors. They give solid advice. But I personally feel like um, she can take orders at Subway because, first of all, that's all she fucking know. That's all. That's all she know. But see, she came down here thinking she was hot shit. And she kind of probably, in my opinion, this is what I think she did. I think she probably felt like she could, she didn't have to listen. Okay. Like, who is this person telling me what to do? See, now you didn't stepped outside of your small community. Right. And I felt like she didn't think she had to listen because she wanted to be the big fish. That's what I think. If you can, let's go back to her senior year of high school and her summer leading up to going to college. Senior year of high school is a pandemic and shit. Okay. So that's, well, but, but what I want to ask is where do you think her head was at? Because the way you describe it now, 
it almost seems like she was feeling herself a little too much. Oh, but did you get that? Did you get that impression at all? That I thought she that that I thought she thinks she was the shit. Yeah, as, as oh, absolutely. Okay, so she didn't come in with the right attitude. No, I'm not saying that. When I say you can think you are hot shit back home, or you think you cool when you back home, right? I don't think she came here thinking that. I think she came here looking around. You let me tell you. The theme song to a different world has never been more true than I went to college. <laughs> I know my parents, all that, right? right? That shit is for real. Right. I didn't know that when that when I used to look at a different world, I didn't understand that. That is for real. I know my parents love me and all kind of shit. Like the yeah. whole the whole right. theme, right? They stood behind me. You know, saying you can make it, just remember what you've been told. Right. It's a different world. Where you come from. That's what the fuck happened to her. And that is part of culture shock. See, she went there, saw the different world, and ran back home. The problem that I have with that is that this is what many of us go through when we go to fucking college. Mm-hmm. We are figuring that shit out. And she went back home and people from my family enabled her. See, I've been through that same thing. You think I'm just going to let you fall flat on your face? I'm not going to let you fall flat on your face. I'm trying to set you up. Right. This is like my sister. She's right. like my sister for the most part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let you fall on your face, but what I'm not going to fucking do is stop what I'm doing every five minutes to take you to a fucking grocery store. Right. Like, I'm not going to do that. So when I say that people are, are back home, got in the way, they got in the way unknowingly. Right, yeah, yeah. State. Unknowingly. Right. Unknowingly. And I can go even further. When she left, who had to go and clean? She left. She went back. Who had to go and clean up her room and get her all her stuff? Who went and got all her stuff? Who went and got all her stuff? The, I did. The guy that went to take her to the store. I, I, I got all her stuff. Okay. But you know what I said? You know what I said? What? Somebody going to pay me to ship your shit. Somebody gonna pay me to ship your shit. Is her stuff still here? It's been a year. Why don't you have your stuff? You were working. Her stuff is still here. You been work as a as a as a uncle. As a uncle, mm-hmm. I'm proving a point. If you must really not want your stuff, if you have not sent me. $100 in the past year or so to ship your items. You right. don't want it. Right. You don't want it. So therefore, it goes to the trash. I don't care who paid for it. I don't care if my mama I don't care if my mama gave you money for it. I don't care who gave you money for it. It's going to the trash. That's just it. You don't want it. And again, 
it goes to some of the things that I'm saying. Now, I, I we've been going for like an hour and 15 minutes. And I like this conversation. It needs to be had because I want people in my community, right? This is just my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right. There are so many different options. You can go to a trade school. I've never been to a trade school. I don't know. You can go to a trade school. We need more people in trade school. Well, hey. Them folks, look, them folks is, those tradesmen are dying off. Retiring and dying off. I hear you. Yeah. Right. So I don't, I, I haven't been to a trade school, but there are other options. I'm not saying college is the only option at, for, at all. Right. I'm not saying the military is just the next best option, but what I am saying, the closer you are to home. If your home has no resources, the closer you are to home, the more likely that you're going to end back in that area where there are not a lot of resources. It's a higher probability, not to say that it's going to happen. But it's easier to get back. And I tell people this all the time. I know folks who went to the military. They have been in China, Japan, every fucking where. But somehow we all figure out how to come back to what's comfortable. They could be 20 million miles away. They end up back in my neighborhood where there is nothing. And when I say there is nothing, we don't have a grocery store. The closest grocery store might be 20 something minutes or 50, maybe 20 minutes. I think there was one at one point, but I think that might've closed down. But even that didn't get to my area until I was maybe like 19, 20 years old, if I'm not mistaken. All right. I don't have a McDonald's in my area. It's a fucking hard. It used to be Hardee's, but it's a Carl's Jr. I think. So it's a Carl's Jr. and it's a subway. Is it a, is it a standalone Carl's Jr. or is it attached to a gas station? Is it attached to a gas station? Oh, that don't count. That shit don't count. <laughs> <laughs> so the subway don't count either. If I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's there, but you know, it's not. It ain't the full experience. It ain't the full experience. No. Damn, you just hurt a lot of motherfuckers' feelings. Look, man, on this. Fu- I, I, I love a Carl's Jr., <laughs> but if it's a Carl's Jr. attached to a gas station, I'll pass. <laughs> It's like the McDonald's and the Walmart. Like, it's not... Oh, oh, hey, I'm about to... Oh, I'm about to say something. What about the Starbucks that's attached to a grocery store? How do you feel about that? I'm not a, I'm not a real big Starbucks person, but I'll, I'll say this. Um, at the current campus that I work at, there isn't a Starbucks per se. There is a coffee shop that serves Starbucks coffee. I'll go there from time to time. But I know, like you know, they may those aren't uh, those aren't the the same level of barista that are working out the standalone joint. But I assume I assume they can make a latte. Hey, look! I was just saying. I was just curious. <laughs> I was just curious what your thoughts were on it. No, I think uh, I don't know. I don't know what type of quality control Starbucks has over their satellite locations, their embedded locations, if you will. 
Okay. But I know the gas station joints, like, that's not it. That's not it. Hey, I look, I, I'm just saying. So, anyway, well, look. I'll get fried chicken out of the gas station. Like, Lisa's Chicken. Some of the best Lisa's Chicken locations in the area I, I are the ones attached to gas stations. I can see folks. I can see yeah. folks. I can, I can see folks doing that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Well, look. Well, anyway, look. Uh, I think I covered everything on this topic, and I wanted to hear it from you, right? You know, we share that experience um of of going to college to a four year university, and and some again, I know I kind of said this earlier. But sometimes I feel like because people hear it from me, then it might come off a certain kind of way because I'm the person who's saying it. So I want it to. And me and you, we didn't prep this at all. No, and this just got you hot. No, this shit got me hot. It just got you real hot. No, this shit got me hot. It got it got me hot because it's so fucking stupid. I mean, I've, I've heard it too many times. It's like, what do you mean you not you, you were not supported? Because you didn't go to the grocery store? You, you're riding around with your friends all over the fucking city. You around here promoting fucking parties. College campus parties. Did she get paid for that? I don't know what she did, but I doubt it. <laughs> but you you trying to be in the in crowd. Right. And I'll tell you something else that I, I'll tell you something else that, that got me. Something else that got me. This is where you fuck up at. And this is around when COVID was running rampant. If I ask you, if I say I'm going to take my niece out to dinner, I'm going to take you out to a place that is COVID conscious. Right. Environment. I'm, I'm going to take you out. Right. She called me one day that we were supposed to go out and she wanted to switch the plan up, but she wanted me to come out and join her friends and her parents and their parents, their relatives. She she wanted to switch the plan up. Mm-hmm. Are you out your fucking mind? Yeah, we ain't supposed to be gathering like that, right? We yeah. first of all, we ain't gathering like that, right? And I don't even want to tell this part, but I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> tell it. I'm gonna tell it. Before she wanted to go home so damn bad for Thanksgiving, she wanted to go home so goddamn bad for Thanksgiving. She wanted to go home so damn bad. I was telling her because somebody had called me and told me she wasn't feeling good. So I made sure she go and get tests, test, test, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Somehow or another, she come up with some kind of damn excuse as to why she didn't go back and get some kind of test when she was supposed to. But she had already had a flight that was booked, right? But I ain't crazy. So I take her, you know, I take her to the airport. Mm-hmm. I take her to the airport, right? This chick, we find out 
has COVID. After I drop her off at the airport the next day, she goes and get tested. She got COVID. After you put her on the plane to go spend the holiday with after, your parents. After you in my car. Yeah, yeah. You knew you were sick before. You you wanted to go home so goddamn bad. You wanted to go home so goddamn bad. You and then because she wanted to go to homecoming at one of those HBCUs. She wanted to go. And then she couldn't end up couldn't go. Because she had fucking COVID. Right. And had to stay home and not go anywhere until a certain amount of days till she could return back on campus. Right. Because of that bullshit, without saying it, you don't have to, don't say why, what I'm about to say. You think I was going to pick you up from the fucking airport and take, and, and, and bring, you You think I'm going to pick you up and come, and come and, um, and take you to the airport given my environment and my situation? You think I was going to do that? Fuck no, because you did it the fucking first time. You knew you were sick. No, you figure out how to get every place else. You have somebody else pick you up. Or what's the other option? You catch an Uber, you catch a Lyft. But you can get back to campus. That's just that. That's just that. So that was one other thing. That was one of the last things that happened. And I remember when, you know, I, I cleaned out, I helped clean out her room and her roommates were talking to me and her roommates was like, damn, man, we really, we, I mean, it's not no damn, we really, it was just straight up. They kind of felt, now, my niece has never said anything bad about them. But they kind of felt hurt. I would probably imagine why they probably felt hurt. I can probably imagine why. Because my niece kind of did that shit. She was not communicating with them like that. Right. So it's kind of like they kind of felt like the rug was pulled out from underneath them too. But that doesn't matter because you got to put yourself in the situation that you want to. Right. So if my niece didn't want to be there, she just didn't want to be there. Right. Right. Like I, I, but I'm just saying it kind of felt like nobody really knew it was abrupt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I want to, you know, close out this thing and just say, man, Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, oh no, we gonna keep going, but I but I want to say why uh, we can keep we we no, definitely. I'm keep curious going. about about this. Okay, keep going, keep going. You went home recently, right? Yep. Did y'all interact? She doesn't live with my parents. Okay. Now she lives with my brother, but. I did see her. Tell me about that. My mom didn't tell her that I was home. She just happens to be at my parents' house this day. And my mom, she asked my mom, where are you going? 
My mom said, I'm going on a date. My mom wouldn't tell her that I was coming to pick them up. She said, I'm going on a date. She's like asking all these questions. My mom said, just stay here for a minute. I walk in the house. My niece saw me. She jumped as if she saw a ghost. She stayed in that room for about all of seven seconds. And she got the hell up out of there. Mm. She got the hell up out of there. I ain't say nothing to her. Only thing I did was on my way out, I just asked her, hey, you got a piece of gum? And she looked in her purse and she said, no, nah, she didn't have a piece of gum. That was it. I have not talked to her since she left. Only thing I tried to do is coordinate between my brother and his wife of, I try to ask questions like, what is it that she's going to do? Nobody has asked me for help. I'm not going to help them. I'm not going to help them. But no one has, no one has asked me for help. My answer, I don't want anybody to ask me. Let me say that. Let me be clear. The answer is no. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And again, and it only goes back to what I just said. It's not that I don't want to help. It's just that you're going to undermine the work that I do. So I'm not going to do it. Like I put my name on the line when it's not like I'm just calling my friends and asking my friends to help put together an application. No, I'm talking to decision makers at universities, administrators. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to people on the campus who decide on if you are going to get in to a school or not. That's how far I go. I go to meet professors to get inside information on stuff, how to get more money, how to do all this stuff. Like I go to the decision makers. So it's not like I'm just got like three or four fucking people helping me put together an application. It ain't like that. It's work and time. You build relationships with people. That's what everybody do. When you want, when you want your kids to, now I ain't sitting up there. I ain't paying no damn school. Like, like Aunt Becky did on um, from Full House. You remember that thing, that scandal with USC? You don't put your name on the chair. Hey, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't doing all that. But I would proofread your application. I would help you write it. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is what everybody do. I make sure everything is straight. But I ain't paying nobody. But even that, it all takes time. It all takes time. When I went to college, my mom didn't know anything about that. Right. My mom, they know about FAFSA. Like they gave me the information that I needed to do. All of her financial aid and all kind of stuff. My mom didn't do that. I was doing that. Her dad didn't do that. Her stepmom didn't do that. Her biological mom didn't do that. I did that. All that stuff. And that's why you're not in school now. It ain't because you don't want to be there. It's because it takes work and effort to get there. You're not willing to put in that work by yourself. Right. And the people around you got other shit going on. 
They don't know the shit like that and you don't want to ask me for help. You shouldn't ask me for help because I'm not going to help. Curious. In hindsight, would it be fair to say that you... Wow, too many qualifiers. Would it be fair to say that you may have provided too much of a crutch? Mm. How much of this was she driving? Who had their hand on? Who had? Did y'all? Does she? Who had their hands on the wheel? Mm. I want to come up with the best way to say this. Remember. In helping her, I'm also helping who? You're helping your parents. Right. Right. Because they are the ones who are spending their money on her. Right. My parents don't make money like that. Right. So in helping her, in turn, I'm helping my parents. It makes my parents' life easier. Who car she was driving all the time, going up and down the road, going everywhere? My parents. Who's gas money that she's burning up? My parents. Whenever my parents got to cook, they're cooking for three. Right. Or if you bring your fan, friends over, then cooking for four. Right. So in turn, I'm helping my parents. Got so it. as much as me helping her was also helping my parents. Got it. All right? So who had the hand on the steering wheel? I was guiding it. Without a doubt. Not... Telling her pretty much where she's going to go. It's not about that. It's like, it doesn't make sense to go to a school in which you have to get more loans. You should go to the one that's giving you the most money. That's a safe environment. All of that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The, The problem is, in my opinion... She's, and this is what another relative told me. She's taken on the role of being more of a follower. And it's not who she is. She's trying to be a follower. Like, it's like, girl, none of your fucking friends are in school right now. None of, none of y'all. Or you went off to school and now you back to the area where we came from. There's enough data. I keep saying this all the time. There's enough data that says if you go to school, if you are, if you go to school at one of the five, six universities that's nearby or whatever the case is, the chances are you're probably going to end up in one or two places. I'm not saying I'm not shitting on these places. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying the resources are just different in certain areas. That's all. And nobody can tell me any different. Like I'm being very strategic about everything that I'm saying on this podcast. There's nobody who can fucking call me and tell me anything fucking different. Don't even fucking try it. Now anybody from back home, don't even fucking call me and try to tell me anything different. I've seen enough fucking data. I've seen enough fucking data. If you go to school at this particular place, I can look. There's enough data that says why are you going to go there and what you're going to do. Okay. I ain't shitting on it. I ain't shitting on it. I'm not saying I did anything that's fucking better. 
I ain't saying that at all. I'm just telling you what your options are. I didn't even run through all of the options that um. No, you only got through two. No, you got through. I got through. I got through two, and 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 another option, and another option was um. Going to a uh, a dental assistant school. Now, didn't I just tell you a few minutes ago? I had an intern. I had an internship. Yep. With a black dentist mm-hmm. who's right down the street. Right. Yeah, you did. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I don't get it. You went a dental assistant path. You've entered the workforce. Meaning, if you want to be a full-fledged dentist, you're going to need to find time to continue doing that job while going to school. Like The biggest thing about going to school is you do it before life gets in the way. It's so critical to do that before life gets in the way, before your life is complicated. Because life only gets more complicated the older you get. And and I'm looking at, and hey, and this ain't, this ain't to call you out, sis. You know who I'm talking about. But um, when I got this text message, notice I never said I never responded because it's like she was the last sentence was, as you can see, all her options are free. Like so these options that that we're calling now Air Force Reserve so she can enroll in school full time. That's supposed to be free. Okay, All right. So keep so 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 keep listening. If she go to this technical school in the dental program she can get in for free right now or if she worked in administration at this other particular school she can go to school for free for nursing as long as she's been working for them for a year the dental assistant thing will lead to nursing no these are two different options okay the one thing that they're missing from this is that every single option that you are mentioning requires an exchange for work. Right. So it's not free. It's you, you're giving away work for schooling to happen later. That's the problem that, 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 that's, that's the difference. You were already in school. You're going to be working for the rest of your life. School was already free. Mm-hmm. It was already free. You were there now. So now you exchanging that situation for giving somebody work. And now you're going to have to try to juggle work and going to school, not work study. Right. That's different. Right. Work study is different because your hours are capped right. and you really ain't doing shit. Right. It makes no fucking sense. And that's why I didn't respond to it. That's why I really didn't respond to it. It's part of me that, you know, I'm not super clear on transfer rules. I imagine that in most cases you need more than a semester of college to transfer, qualify as a transfer student. And normally I think they want to be like 24 to 27 hours. I was a transfer student. Okay. So I'm telling you, you got to have at least a full 32 hours. Now, uh, apparently, uh, 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 apparently, like I said, I've, I've had to transfer before. But basically, like you need more than a semester's worth of college credit. That's what it was when I was in and that's, school. That sounds about right. 
Now, that's now, what it was. Now, when I was in school. Not necessarily thirty-two, but you know, you need like but, for but thirty-two is sixteen and sixteen, right? Which is high satisfactory academic progress only twenty-four hours a year for federal purposes. So, one of the options should be in order. Because it sounds like, all right, so for the institution she went to, her scholarships are based on. It doesn't transfer over. Right. But her scholarships are based on need. Yep. Because there was great need. Not necessarily because she was academically stellar. It was great need, but remember, the school is. All right, right, right. But again, not necessarily because she was academically stellar. Right. Okay. If she would go, like, this spring, it's probably too late to get things in order for spring. If she would go do a semester or two at the local community college, get enough hours to trans- qualify as transfer student, have a stellar transfer GPA, they will reevaluate her based on her college coursework only. Okay. That's how you hit the reset button. Okay. But here's the problem. What do you think the problem is with that? I'm not really sure. It's easy. Who helped her get into college the first time? You did. Is she in school right now? No. So this would mean she would have to apply to get in, do the administrative work and all that stuff to get in even to a junior college or whatever you're talking about, right? Right. It's not going to happen. That's the problem. It's not going to happen. Because who helped the first time? Me. Yeah, but all she has to do for, they don't even require an essay. She's not going to do it. And I, I'm sorry, I ain't shitting on these other schools what I'm about to say. She didn't even have to have an essay for the school that she wanted to go to. She's not in. That's the school with the laboratory thing that I gave, that I told okay, you about. Right. She's not in. So it comes back to desire. I can't want something more for you than you want it for yourself. So for those that text thread with the options, how old is she in the conversation or is this conversation happening around her? I was told she was presented with options that she had to come up with something. These are your options. Apparently they were discussed with her involvement. These are your options. Okay. It's gonna be all right. Oh, man! There, there are people. It takes some of us longer to figure things out. Some of us never figure it out, right? Some of us, but never. there are some of us where you know people write off as a lost cause, and this person is just out there and rudderless and whatnot. And sometimes we figure it out. Sometimes we figure it. Sometimes out. we figure it out. But my point is. This is my point. I don't care if she figures it out or not. I really don't. And when I say I don't care, it's it's one of those things where I made a promise to my parents. I was going to help. I did that. Right. But even my parents are just as much as involved 
as um anybody else. Like my my mom was part of the undermining. My mom was part of the undermining. Unintentionally. Unintentionally. She was part of the undermining. So it's not like I'm just sitting up here calling out, you know, my brother or anybody like that. No. No. I do wish what I do wish what he should have done was saying, man, this is what this is what you're going to do. And you're going to go back to campus and you're going to figure and you you're going to do another semester until and, and you come up with a plan. with what you're going to do at the end of that semester. But you just coming home with a 30 day notice, you're going to. Um, what you call it? Um, you're gonna remove yourself from the roles, like uh, you're gonna take yourself out of school, mm-hmm. and you don't got a plan. Like what they should have told her, say hell no, you gonna fucking stay. And you come home for Christmas, and then you go back and you figure out what the plan is. We gonna transfer. We gonna do whatever. That's what should have happened, right? Because now you've been home for a year and you ain't doing shit. Right. You ain't doing nothing. A whole year. And I think that's the important. So it's not like there was no one there to tell you any different. Like you... You got somebody who helped you. Now, I got another relative who came and told me some shit on the side. I ain't going to say that person's name. But they talked to my mom and my mom told them something. And my relative told me they was like, and notice I keep saying they because I ain't saying he or she. But my relative was like, they knew better that what my niece was saying was some bullshit. Right. But they didn't want to get involved in it. And they came and told me, they was like, man, I don't know what the hell going on, but that is some bullshit. And your niece is about to fuck up. That's what the relative said. And again, you might have other options. That's fine. You have other options. But don't be fucking lying. One, don't be fucking lying. You had a good situation. And if you wanted to transfer, you could have said that to me and I would have helped at that point. If you could sit down with me and tell me why, why you wanted to transfer, what is that you wanted to do? I would look into it. But I want to make my parents' life just as easier too. Right. And if you're not around them, then they don't got to worry about it. Like, my parents knew she was going to be all right. I ain't going to let you fall on your face. But what I'm not going to do is be at your fucking beck and call doing whatever the fuck you want me to do, like take your ass to the fucking grocery store. Get the fuck out of here. You walk the same way that everybody else walk. That's how you meet people. Let's stop talking about the grocery store. It's not about the grocery store. It's not it's 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 not the grocery store, but I want to say how dumb that is. I know, I know. Let's just strike that from the record. So let's still talk about the grocery store. Cause it's I want you to say it. It's stupid. It is stupid. It is stupid. Thank you. 
<laughs> the dumbest fucking thing. The dumbest thing. So let me ask you this then. After this experience, what have you learned? Specifically, what have you learned about working with young people? They ain't shit. I'm lying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm lying. It's hard. Um, it's hard, isn't it? Because you were an advisor, weren't you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And the crazy thing is, I even told my relatives that I knew you. I said, I know somebody who can give me information. I told them about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I told him. Right. That's all the shit that's crazy to me. Because I know I can call you anytime and ask you a question if I needed to. Right. I know I could. Right. Right? All of that shit is crazy. But what I've learned about working with young people, I don't think it's all young people. The biggest thing that I've learned now, because I have another relative that I really want to help. I really, I really want to help this other relative. Um, his dad died when he was probably less than one years old, maybe two years old. I, I can't remember. And his dad uh, was my first cousin. And I think about them all the time. And I've had him send me things where schools were trying to recruit him. And he was showing me that, hey, he could go to this little military academy school thing and play basketball but it was going to come with him being in the military as part of the like little exchange okay and so i was explaining that to him and i was like okay um so he's going to be a junior this year i think Wait, that's how that works i think that's how that particular school works he that's sent where, like a lot of them dudes like back in the day like if you know you were like a basketball phenom or whatever, but you weren't quite college ready, you go do a year at such and such academy. I just thought that was like a name only. I didn't know those were actually required. Yeah. So, um. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that. Okay. And I'm sort of trying to tell him in so many ways, like, okay, let's keep looking at some other options. I would help him. Like, I actually feel like it's my responsibility. Again, I'm a first-generation college student, and I told his granddad that I talked to him, and his granddad said, yeah, I know, he tells me, you, you, you talk to him. And so I'm sort of laying out the lay of the land to get him to be around me doing spring break so I can show him some different places. Now, I'm willing to put that same work in. I'm willing to put that same work in for him. Now, I got other nieces and nephews, too. Right. And like I got another niece. She about to graduate. I asked. You know, what is she going to do? What's her plan? She doesn't want to go to college. She want to do some other stuff. Okay, fine, cool. Here's my option that I tell people. <laughs> Ain't no use in you working at Walmart and Subway 
when you graduate. You know what you should do if you live in this area. Apply for a job to be if you if you if you just want to work around there, just doing something. Apply to work on a fucking cruise ship that's leaving out of those areas, and at least you can travel. You can go to the Bahamas. You can go different places, and you can't spend your money while you're on that motherfucking boat. <laughs> you cannot spend your money. If you're going to be working at Subway making seven, eight dollars an hour, you might as well go get on this motherfucking cruise ship and and go out at sea and go see places. Right. Go go someplace, and you're still making money. Right. Right. If you're going to take that first year off from school. Don't fucking work at the fucking mall. Go and see, go experience something right. outside. You're going to meet people, network on the ship, do something. But working at the fucking mall, at motherfucking Foot Locker, no offense to Foot Locker, because I worked at a shoe store when I was in fucking high school. I even went to college and I was still working at the same fucking shoe store. I transferred. So I ain't knocking that shit. I did that. You know what I'm saying? I did that. I worked at the fucking shoe store. Right? So I'm just saying what I've learned from being around other people. And that's why I, t- that's why I told my relatives. Ain't no use in having them up in your house for a whole another year. I mean, you can. I don't agree with just kicking people out. If, he go- if they're going to stay with you, you at least got to, they got to kick in. Because if they don't kick in, that footlocker money start getting good to them. Cause I ain't got you know. It's high. It's high school, but without having to go to class, it's still living at the house, eating your food, using up your electricity, taking up all your water. And now they're able to work full time at the Foot Locker. That is true, but hey, then uh, they run out and buy a car. It's like, wait, what do you? You want to buy a car? <laughs> this might be a conversation for another day. Absolutely, but um, I believe that kids. Should be kids for as long as they can. And what I mean by that is, we've seen how these other institutions are, right? I don't, outside of work study, outside of work study, I'm going to be honest with you, people who are not black, they didn't have jobs. Right. They were able to go to school and be a student. Right. Their parents had enough money or whatever it was. It was all covered. Right. That's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. And I remember when one of my um, one of my guidance counselors told me, man, you're going to be working for your whole life. But it's so ingrained in us to work and go to school. We think that's what just what it's supposed to be because that's how it was shown. Right. And that's not it. And work study is different. That don't count. Right. Work study is different. That don't count. But you don't have to work and go to school. Be a kid. Are you talking about work on high school or working in college? Working in college too. Right. When when I was, I mean, you could work. I think you should work in high. 
I think if you're in high school, if you had a little summer gig or even if you had an after school gig and you were a senior or a junior or whatever the case is like that, I think that's some like typical stuff. And actually, people want to do that. Like working in the mall is the cool shit. You working at the shoe store or whatever. There are some things that are just they have your own money and you have your own money. Right. Right. But when you're in college, what I was saying is I didn't know people who were not black. Um who had jobs that wasn't work study. Right. And all of these options that are being presented for my niece are all options that are what? Exchanging labor for school. Yeah, there's also, there's this um, pervasive, pervasive story about people working their way through college. I'm like... Say more. When and what kind of college? Because there's no, like, you're not working your way through a private PWI education. Ain't enough money you can make throughout the year in the summer to really offset that if they're not kicking in and you're not maxing out your loans, right? Unless you're working at the Players Club. (laughs) Even then. Even then. Um... (laughs) So now, you know, it's as somebody who worked worked with students for years, you know, your ability to work, a lot of it depends on your major and your class schedule. For some people, you know, working off campus can work a little bit um, until it's test time. And they decided, oh, they put you on the schedule the night before your test. And then it it ain't really cracking no more, right? Um, <laughs> it is no, it just isn't, and that's that's where the disadvantage comes from because, you know, if you're working at a lot of people will work as wait staff, right? So they'll work at the local Chili's, the local Papado, whatever, and they ain't worried about your school schedule. They're trying to make sure they got coverage at that restaurant. They ain't trying to hear that. Yeah, ain't nobody. They don't. They don't care about that. They don't care about that at all. At all. Mm. Hmm. Man, bro, I tell you this, man. Man, I could talk. Man, I could talk to you forever, man, all day long. I, I, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm covering everything right now because you're, you're gonna have fun editing this joint. I ain't editing shit. <laughs> oh no, this is straight. Well, all right. So before we, I feel like I'm getting ready to wrap. I do want to say this. I appreciate you. I appreciate your. I appreciate you exposing yourself to both the triumph and the heartache of working with young people. Um, it's something that I have grown very gun shy about doing. Mm. Um, I know I can help. I know a lot. Um, from being a student myself, but also working at at institutions of higher education. Like I understand, I understand this game. I know how to best play it. But it's kind of like somebody asking you for advice on what car to buy. There's there's a right answer, but nobody likes that answer. The answer is the Toyota or Lexus product. Come at me, right? Find mm-hmm. out that if you want to. That's the most logical, sensible answer. Okay. 
But nobody wants to drive a Corolla. Nobody wants to drive a Camry. It makes too much sense. So like advice about, you know, schools and going to college and whatnot. My first car was a Toyota Camry. Oh, matter of fact, my my only car was a Toyota Camry. Right. 97. You dip a V-dub now. Hey. Have fun with that maintenance. Oh, no. <laughs> Have fun with that maintenance, brother. But no, but what I'm saying is like, so, you know, I understand where you're Oh, no, that from. was a rental you saw today. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. ain't driving that. But I understand where you're coming from. Um, but like, you know, you laid it, you laid it all out. You helped them think it through. And they still messed it up. Like, part of my job as an advisor was always to lay out the plan. Based on the information you give me, based on what you're saying, you want to go and what you want to do, I'm going to help map out this plan. You got to execute. And then the failure to execute. Or the one to fight you about it. It's like, but this is what you told me you wanted. Right? Mm-hmm. So now I don't volunteer it. And if people ask me to talk to their um, student about going to college, I'm like, are you sure? Because what I'm likely going to talk, tell your student is going to fly counter to what you think I'm going to tell your student. Because I do this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm real hesitant. I'm hesitant to do that just because I feel like for the most part, People aren't going to listen. Mm. And like you said about wasting your time, mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my time. I certainly don't want to waste my breath. Mm. And you know, it's funny, man. We got to towards the end of this thing where we were going to close it out. And uh, I didn't forget I was waiting for the right time to talk about it. You have experience in higher education. You advise students. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what the hell you're talking about. And now I work in, I've ascended. Mm -hmm. So now I deal with the business Mm -hmm. of higher education. Mm -hmm. It's a monster. Look, I'm a, and that's why, that's why you there and I ain't there. (laughs) Nah, but I knew, but I I knew, man. And um, I want to thank you so much, man. Um, this is our first time recording together. And I definitely want to do this again. Like I appreciate your insight on stuff like this. Number one, number two, um, you know, like I said, I was like, man, I, there's no surprises. <laughs> I told you there was not going to be any surprise. I was going to throw no left hook in there. And say, yeah. So what you think about this? Now, what now I will say one, one thing we, originally was going to talk about this ain't a surprise we this is a topic for another day is we were going to talk about we referenced hbcus earlier right um and i said this that you know um we were Deion sanders leaving jackson state and going to colorado it was like this big uproar I made a comment on social media. I was just like, listen, man, you know, there were so many people saying, oh, man, if if all of these high school black students go to HBCUs, it'll bring more attention to it and all kind of stuff, blah, 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 saying all this. And I'm saying it goes back to what I was just saying. Kids need to be fucking kids. There are some adults down the pipeline that has fucked up a lot of shit. 
They've just fucked up a lot of shit. And if you think that one student going to an HBCU is going to just totally change everything, that's not going to happen. So putting that burden on an 18-year-old coming out of school or whatever the case is, that's not, it doesn't work like that. So originally, you know, I, I, I wanted to talk about the Jackson State thing, right? HBCU, okay. I, w- I want to talk about that. But I'm, I wanted to get all of this other stuff out the way too. Like, and, and I feel like, I feel like we covered it. I feel like we covered it. I believe the, um, the HBCU conversation is, um, is a topic for, it's a topic for another day. Um, I said something to you that, uh, not too long ago about, you know, what do I feel like, what are some of the, um, what did I say? What are some of the, um, I can't remember the terminology I use, but like misconceptions or something like that. I, I, that's what I might've said, but yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I was saying like, what are some of the misconceptions of like HBCUs? Now people might respond with and say, um, one of the things you hear people say all the time, the the administration is bad and people mess up your money. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one of the pervasive stereotypes. That is one of the stereotypes that's yeah, there. Right. Whether that's true or not, I don't really fucking know. Right. But I'm just saying like that's one of the stereotypes. But I also said I think one of the misconceptions is that somehow going to HBCU um authenticates your blackness more than going to another university. Mm-hmm. I said that. There are a lot of things that's out there, right? And so that's a topic for a totally different day. We've been running for 205 right now, and I loved every I loved every minute of this. I mean, that's a bigger to- I mean, that's that topic is bigger than HBCUs. That's it's a big and, thing. And neither of us have degrees in sociology, but you're getting into the concepts of blackness. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, what does it mean to be black in America? That's a whole nother thing. I remember when a professor said, um, I can't remember the exact words, but it was hard to digest when I told this group nobody has a um, how can I say this do you think you know what it means to be black in America it's not a trick question no that's that's too damn big it depends. it's too damn that's it yeah it's too damn big that's it that's no that's it <laughs> that's the real answer at least for me it's too damn big i would probably begin to to, to narrow that shit down by thinking about my black experiences as a man and remember i did a whole fucking podcast about my black experience working for the fbi right but your black experiences as a man growing up where you did is different in a town right you know, what's it like growing up as a black man on the East Coast? 
are on the West Coast in a major metropolitan area in the Rust Belt. Like, what's it like? I just got I just got back from Baltimore. I don't know that experience. Ooh. I don't, but know I, was, that, I don't know that experience. I was working in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I don't know that experience. I don't I don't know what that experience is like growing up in an area that actually has fully functional projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's we have shared experiences around the world, I agree with. But it's so broad to come up with just one thing, I think there are a lot of similarities, no matter where you're at. Yeah, being black, right, in America, there's a lot of fucking sim- uh, similarities there. That I do agree with, and that's just a whole nother. That's just a whole nother damn topic. And you know what? Hey, look, man, I could talk to you all day, but this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. Uh, I think this conversation between us sort of shed light around the people who I'm around on a regular who I talk to, man. So I really appreciate that. This is probably an inside look, man. I, You know, I talk to a lot of brothers, man. I talk to a lot of brothers. But, you know, I, I always look forward to kicking it with you because you are very logical brother and I told you that earlier man like it ain't emotional at all like me and you talking it's a level headed conversation this is what our talks are pretty much always like damn near all the fucking time right we, we grab a drink right and we and we sit I listen to you you listen to me and we just kick it man so I I appreciate you bringing your insight um you know, to this whole topic. I'm looking forward to hearing what, you know, somebody might have to say about it. Uh, we might end up doing a, you know, college part two. I don't know. It depends on if somebody hits me up, but I, I know that you working in higher education, you got a lot of freaking knowledge that a lot of folks don't freaking know about. Or they don't have access to, man. And if we get a chance to do another podcast, man, I want to lean into that. Um, uh, that's my professional voice, but now I'm going to get ignorant for a second as I close this shit out. But I'm glad to relay this shit to you so you can, because remember, I told you, you're logical. You're logical. And if I was crazy, you would tell me, like, that don't make sense. And all throughout this thing, you were asking, like, and then you get to the point, say, so stop talking about this damn grocery store. Stop talking about it. Cause that shit don't make no damn sense. I just want people to understand how crazy this shit sound. You're not in school. You didn't put in the work. You don't want to be there. I can't want something for you that you don't want. And that's fine. But stop fucking lying. Stop fucking lying. I'm going to just be real straight up. I wanted to help you. I wanted to help my parents. If you wanted to go someplace else, that's fine. The question is, you're nowhere now. And at some point, you will figure it out. You will figure it out. And to anybody else who wants my help trying to get into school, 
I'm all for it, but I would not waste my time. I would not waste my time. I'm not going to deal with any parents who are going to undo any work that I put in. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to help who needs to be helped, who wants to be helped. If they ask me, if you don't want to go, I'm not forcing anybody. I can only tell you what I know. And this is for anybody back home in my small town. This is for anybody back home. This is for all y'all with kids. But if, hey, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But I'm not going to waste my time. I ain't charging nobody for anything. I'm just committing my time to giving your child another option if they want it. That's it. That's the least I can do is to is to share a wealth of knowledge that I've acquired just being out there in the world. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. What you got? Oh, man, I was just going to say um, thank you for having me. Yeah, man, you're running hot. So I hope this was somewhat therapeutic for you to go ahead and get this off your chest. Um, yes, sir. You know, I'm, I'm praying this works out for the best that we can't see obviously the end of the story but that ends up having a happy ending and um you know the feelings that you've got obviously the immense care you have for your family um but also the disappointment um that y'all are able to reconcile um and come back together um over this i know it's only been about a year so that wound is still it's still a little raw um but yeah, man, I'm, I'm hoping that you know this isn't this is something that y'all are able to that y'all are able to overcome, um, that y'all are able to honestly have a conversation about, um, that y'all can have an honest conversation. The truth can be out there because until the tr- once the truth is out there, then you guys can work on the healing process. But I'm hoping that for that for you because again, I don't know if I don't know if they know how much this hurts you. It, it, how, let me, let me say this. It hurt me because I was helping my parents. Right. That's the part. My parents have done all that they can do at this point. Bro, my parents are 70 something years old. They can't do any more than they've already done. So now I'm trying to help as much as I can. So I'm not mad. Like I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not mad at all. But I hate when narratives are out there. And it doesn't make any sense. So when you talk to a bunch of people who've never been to college before, it makes sense to people. See, this was for me, it was a legacy thing. If I help you get in here, I can bring other people here too and help so many different people. Mm -hmm. I can, I know I can but I'm not going to have adults undo my work. 
it doesn't make sense. Right. And that's my only thing. So like I, I like I said, I got nieces and nephews. I got another nephew. He, told me to send him some cash. He was applying for school and all kind of stuff. Wanted to buy some books and all kind of stuff. I don't know what happened. He didn't enroll in school. I don't know what happened. I got another nephew, right? I talked to his mom. I talked to his mom years ago. I called his school to help him get into college. If he wanted to go to college, all kind of stuff. All she needed to do was send me his transcript. She never sent the transcript. This is... This was before my niece. Right. So I've sort of, so this is not the first time that I felt like something was undone or unraveled because of some adults. It's not the first time. Okay. But I've gotten to a point now where I've drawn my own personal line. Okay. okay. You'll figure the fucking shit out. Right. That's on you. Everybody's not a college fucking student again. But all of these options that are laid out, all of these options are requiring someone to exchange a service for school at a later date. That's what it looks like to me. Right. You commit to working, you can go to school later. You know, and and, and as you said, you know how long that's gonna fucking take? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. But anyway, so. I don't want to keep going around in a circle because I will. Well, here's here's my final thought. Go ahead. Give and me your final you'll, you'll thought and I'll let this. you close. Go ahead. I hope you're able to find some way to resolve your feelings. Thank you. And I can't wait for us to go and drink. Take another sip or two. That's all we got, man. Hey, I want to thank you all for listening to the Hitch Hemingway pod. This holiday edition. Man, I still got one more podcast to go before. No, I got two more podcasts to go before the end of the year. But this is a good one for me. This is a good one. What do you think we should name this one? What do you think? Any idea? Oh, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, this is you know, how you know this is off the cuff because we right. didn't come up with a title for it. We didn't. <laughs> Call it. Oh, I got something. Oh, good. You know, like the miseducation of Lauren Hill? Mm-hmm. This needs to be the miseducation of something. I don't have that next thing. The miseducation of the small town girl. And we are out.